Okay, is the mafia still a thing? I, I, I'm pretty sure it is, yeah. I'm just, I'm kind of surprised that the mafia is still a thing. It kind of surprises me. Good for them. Good for them, though. <laughs> right? <laughs> way to hang in there. <laughs> wait, wait. You know what? You know they have been adapting to the times, you know? There was mm-hmm. a time where they did everything by hand, like analog. They had beepers at one point. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Now they just have burner phones. Yes. Good for them. Hey guys, welcome to Fiction Fixation. Each week we get together and we recap a different book or movie. We're not here to rate or review anything. We're just here to talk about the characters and the situations they find themselves in. We're your hosts. I'm Courtney. And I'm Rose. Um, What are we talking about this week, Courtney? This week we are talking about 365 Days. It's a movie on Netflix. Mm -hmm. This is probably... The, this is the spiciest thing we've covered to date, and it will probably be the spiciest thing. The movie opens up in this very scenic rooftop somewhere in Italy, right? You love rooftops. That's what I'm saying. And it's a rooftop, yes. and it's overlooking a kind of like a mountain and, and ocean, and it's just really beautiful. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's so beautiful. And you have... Our hero, Massimo, he's peeping at this girl through binoculars who's just, like, dancing at the beach alone for no reason, but, like, okay. I know. He's this tall. Can we we describe him? Yeah, okay. So, tall, dark, and handsome. Like, that is Massimo, okay? He is, he's, he looks very Italian, and he is... All right. Like Massimo has all of those like sexy vibes, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and he's a beautiful man. Like he is. He's beautiful. It's not even an opinion. He's just a gorgeous specimen of a man. Yeah. Even straight men are like, yeah, he's hot. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like I just there's no question. He's an attractive man. All sharp edges, you know, like jawline, nose like and. So Daddy Mobster, they're having a business meeting, okay, with, like, another uh, mafia family. Um, and Daddy Mobster comes over to Massimo, and he's like, what are you doing? Massimo hands him the binoculars, and he sees the pretty girl. Daddy Mobster does. And then he's like, mm, women are bad for you. Yeah, he's like, women are trouble. Yeah. And and it's it's true what you said, that it's so creepy that he's just spying on this girl. Right? Who, why is this girl randomly... You know, dancing on the beach alone. Like, there's alone. nobody else around her. Like, what is she doing there? And unbeknownst to her, there's a mobster meeting happening at this very scenic rooftop. What are the odds? Like, there's nothing else there either. I don't understand why she's there. But okay, like, yeah. live your life, I guess. And, you know, Daddy Mobster tells Massimo, like, listen, you need to be more involved in the family business. Like... It's it's time, Massimo. You need to do what mobsters do. You need to be more mobster. You know, you don't need to yeah. you need to be over here looking through a binocular at this random girl. Quit with the puppy dog eyes of the pretty girls and start dealing in the family business. Daddy mobster. I hate that. I feel like we are going to be on a hit list just for calling him daddy mobster. <laughs> like it feels so disrespectful. But Listen, um, I'm 23% Italian and I say it's okay. <laughs> We've got we've got the past. Okay, we got the past. We got the past. There has to be like sprinkle of mafia in there in your heritage, probably. So yeah, so there are by the way, so our hero's name is Massimo Torricelli. 
So they're the Torricelli family. And I say it like that because yes. that's how the computer that I Googled, that's how she said it. Torricelli, yeah. Massimo's dad does this thing, kind of like the Lion King, where he's like, this is all going to be yours one day, you know? Everything the light touches. <laughs> it's all going to be yours one day. And it's, yeah. it's kind of sweet mm-hmm. until until it's not, you know? Until he fucking dies. Yeah. Um. Then tragedy strikes. Mm-hmm. Somebody shoots the fuck out of Daddy Mobster. The bullet goes through Daddy Mobster into Massimo's stomach. Yeah. And as Massimo is sort of fading in and out of consciousness, he sees the girl on the beach, you know, like in like he sees her and then it just kind of fades to black. It cuts to five years later. But do you know that that song that's playing? It's this really, really kind of vibey song. I didn't pay attention, but yeah, I really loved it. And I loved how you could hear the person that was singing had like a little bit of an accent. And I love when Mm -hmm. you can hear accents because usually accents go away when you sing. I do. I love when you can hear accents in music. Do you know who was singing? Mm -mm. The actor. (gasps) Massimo? Michelle Moroni is his name. And he is a singer and he sang a lot of the songs (gasps) in the movie. I'm going to look that up later. Oh, my God. Massimo, you can sing. It's his song. And uh, it's called Hard For Me. I'm like, okay, that sets the tone. That sets the tone. Okay. Massimo, come down. (laughs) Relax. But, okay, so five years later, Massimo was in a very tense business meeting because somebody fucked up real bad and lost a whole bunch of his money. Yeah. So he's doing as a as a mafia man does, and he's just saying, like, I want my money back with 10% interest. So, And he's, like, going around the table, like, I will ruin your fucking life. I'll ruin your fucking life, and here's how I'm going to do it. Yeah. So he, he is a mobster doing mafia shit, as mafia men do. Essentially, it's showing him in that meeting, but at the same time, the girl that was dancing on the beach all those years ago, five years ago. Laura. Her name is Laura. And she lives in Poland, and she is like this high-powered business executive, and um, she's being chewed out in a meeting. And these two things are happening kind of simultaneously, so you could see that they're living like parallel lives. Yeah, and I thought it was like a behind-the-scenes meeting and then like cutting to the future to the meeting with Massimo. Like I thought she was part of the security firm. It was so—I know. It was so confusing. It was very confusing. But can we also, like, give our girl props for, like, how calm she stays during this meeting? Like, she has, like, two men in there. One of them is trying to throw her under the bus. Right. So she's she's getting chewed out because I think she, she manages hotels or something like that. Mm-hmm. And what I gathered was that there was some sort of band that trashed the hotel. And mm-hmm. they were criticizing her. And she said, this gave us huge publicity and now we're booked. She's like, we went from 50% capacity to 100% capacity. Um, anyways, so our girl had a long day at work. All right. Laura had a long day at work. Mm -hmm. She gets home and uh, let's just say straight off the bat that her boyfriend is not the vibes. No, he is absolutely not. It makes you wonder, like, how did he land her in the first place? Because she like he's not even hot. She's like a 10 and he's a Miami, too. Like, what the fuck? We don't get it. We don't get it. 
But you know what, girl? Like, we're not going to judge. Um, we're we're going to judge him because he, he's an asshole. We're not judging your choices. We've all kind of been there, kind of like sucked in by a guy that wasn't even that hot. And we thought we weren't going to fall that hard. And then we did fall hard. And then we felt stupid. Like, we played ourselves, yeah, you know? Yeah, we've all played ourselves before. <laughs> so her boyfriend's not the vibes. And after a long day of work, he's like, you know, she wants, like, affection. And he's like, oh, no, I'm tired. Um, Besides, you probably haven't even packed for us because they're leaving on a trip for her birthday, like, the next day. It seems like he's been home all day playing video games. She gets home from work, and he's like, you need to pack for your birthday trip for both of us. Also, Massimo um, and his two men, um, Elder Mobster and Baby Mobster, they are also preparing for a trip. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming to the same place Laura is for plot point reasons, you know? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so because plot yeah. um, so they're preparing for a trip also on the flight there Massimo seems also frustrated with a lack of intimacy the movie kind of shows how they're living parallel lives where like they are badasses in the boardroom you know they're, uh-huh. they're badasses at work but they're very unsatisfied with their personal and sexual lives okay so they go to Italy and the trip is not going well for Laura her boyfriend goes on a boat trip without her they were supposed to go together yeah like it's her birthday trip they were supposed to go together but he goes without her yeah it's just that thing again where she has a selfish boyfriend that doesn't think of her and she she's bitching about him the whole time to her best friend oh yeah because her best friend is there and she's just instead of just laying by the pool enjoying her goddamn birthday she's laying by Mm -hmm. the pool bitching to her friend about how unhappy she is Because her boyfriend is, for all intents and purposes, an asshole. Yeah. He's almost going out of his way to not make it special. It's, like, kind of sad. But at one point, she goes out to try to find a restroom, and Mm -hmm. it's, like, this courtyard thing. It's, like, a garden maze, sort of. Yeah. There's, like, hedges, like, hedge walls. I know. I just love these random things in movies where you're just like, okay, this was just for visuals. Like, Mm -hmm. it, it makes no practical sense. But she bumps into... Massimo, and uh, he kind of says, you lost, baby girl? Are you lost, baby girl? Oh, oh my God, I love it. Well, she she sees him for a minute, and then she kind of stumbles away, kind of flustered, and when she looks back, he's gone. And it's like, I don't think she rem- she doesn't know who he is because she never saw mm-hmm. him. No. She was down in that beach five years ago just shaking her ass by herself. She didn't know somebody was watching her. Yeah, she never seen him before, but um, he saw her and he remembered her. Mm. Uh, We'll get to that later. Put a pin in that. We're going to come back to it. After her fight with her boyfriend, she is like, she's crying and then she like leaves her hotel room. And I don't know where she's going or what she's doing, but she's just like running alone Mm -hmm. through um, essentially... A foreign city mm-hmm. through the streets at night by herself. Like, you're first of all, you're begging to be kidnapped. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Well, it's almost like a dream sequence. It's these beautiful, narrow stone streets, and she's kind of just stumbling around. And she gets snatched. She does get kidnapped. Because this is what happens when you wander around by yourself at night in an unfamiliar place. You get kidnapped. Look, let's not let's not victim blame. But yes, it is what happens. <laughs> I'm not saying it's her fault. I'm saying that what did you expect to happen? Lori gets kidnapped um, and she wakes up in what looks like a luxury hotel type thing. It looks kind of like a castle. And honestly, she doesn't seem that mad about it. 
I mean, she seems a little confused, but not entirely unhappy. <laughs> She's like, you know what? I don't like the way you went about this, but I, I do like this this space. This is nice. Yeah. She is kind of stumbling around this place. There's a portrait of her on the wall. Yeah. It's kind of horror movie type stuff. I mean, it's one of those things where it's just like, <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, wow, that is that is a beautiful picture of me on the wall of this place I've never been to. Also, I'm, I might be about to die. <laughs> I think she kind of like passes out again. And then Massimo comes in um, and he's like trying to like push like ice from his whiskey. Um, I'm assuming it's whiskey, maybe scotch. I don't know. Mm-hmm. He's trying to like push this ice into her mouth, and he's like, "Sorry, you had a bad reaction to the sedative." Yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize you had a heart condition. Yeah, even like she's she's not like afraid. She seems mad. I know she doesn't look she doesn't look afraid at all. She looks very inconvenienced. Like, yeah, it's very rude of you to just grab me off the street. You don't know what plans I had for today. Like, I could be running late for dinner. That's so fucking rude. And you didn't ask me what I wanted to drink. What if I don't like whiskey? Hmm? Yeah. What if I wanted wine? And you're just like (laughs) shoving whiskey covered ice cubes into my mouth. Yeah. But she's like, okay, like who the fuck are you and what the fuck am I doing here? Like what's going on? What are we doing? What is going on here? Uh, Massimo goes into his villain kind of monologue and he tells Mm -hmm. her exactly why why she's there. Um, He's like, you know, like essentially he's like, you know, I've been like in love with you for, you know, Five years. Um, he's like, but I know it's going to take time for you to come to love me. Um, so it's okay. I'll give you time. 365 days. Like, come your birthday next year. If you don't love me, then you can go. Well, he says, you know, that she kept him alive. And, yeah. and she's just kind of looking at him like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And he's just like, you kept me alive. And essentially, he's been obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously obsessed with her where he had a portrait commissioned of her face put up in his house. And Massimo is equal parts just rational and irrational, right? Mm-hmm. Because the irrational irrational part is like, hey, let me kidnap this woman because I fucking love her and I mm-hmm. and I want her to fall in love with me. And then the rational part is like, she's going to need time. It's not going to happen overnight. He's really good at rationalizing his irrational behavior. yeah. And she's like, okay, um, so no, like, I'm not a possession. (laughs) Like, you can't just have me. Because he tells her the plan. He's like, you have 365 days to fall in love with me. And she's just like, cool, 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 cool. Hey, I hear your plan. Now hear me out. How about you just let me go? And at one point, he, like, pins her to the couch. Like, she, like, she, like, goes after him, sort of. And he, like, pins her to the couch. And he's like, I'm not a monster. I'm not going to do anything unless you ask me to. Yeah. While he's feeling her up. <laughs> he's like groping her. And I'm like, excuse me, sir. Groping. Groping counts as something. Sir. Like <laughs> hands to yourself. Hands to yourself, sir. <laughs> like I know as a mobster, you're probably not used to being told what to do. And he does point that out right. on several occasions. Yeah. And he's like, I don't know how to be gentle. Um, Learn. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to learn today, buddy. But, like, he goes to leave. He's like, all right, like, I'm late for a meeting. I got to go. And she, like, pulls his own gun on him, which he easily takes from her. He very easily snatches it back. She's like, you can't just snatch me up from my life, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. everyone's going to notice. And he's like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. 
we've got this covered. He gives her pictures that her boyfriend was cheating on her. And then he tells her everything he's done to make sure nobody misses her. Yeah, he's like, I wrote a letter to your boyfriend, you know, letting him know that you've just had enough and that you're gone. Mm -hmm. You got offered a job in Sicily. Like, I sent emails to, like, people. Like, no, like, listen, everyone thinks that you've just finally had enough of your shit-ass boyfriend and that you took off. No one's going to be looking for you. It's all very believable. But can you imagine, though, leaving a bunch of, like, typed-up notes for people? That's very fucking suspicious. Like, I can't. I cannot be inconvenienced enough to print something out, like to find the printer paper and like connect to the printer and like print it out. Like I was kidnapped. I will never fucking leave a printed note anywhere. Yeah, no, same. If I leave a printed note, you know, it's 10 out of 10 cap because I don't even know how to because I can't even hook my printer up to my computer. I don't know how to work it. I can't figure it out. And there's a printed note. Something is wrong. Yeah. All right. If there's notes that's on fancy stationery, mm-hmm. it's it's fake. I don't own fancy stationery. Okay. If it's written yeah. on the back of a Kroger receipt, probably real. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, he does. So Massimo does tell her. He's like, look, I've ta- I've taken care of everything so that you can enjoy being kidnapped guilt free. You know. Yeah. Like you're fine. You don't have to worry about anyone. So you have Elder Mobster, who is um, Massimo's right-hand man. It was his dad's right-hand man. And Elder Mobster is, you know, now Massimo's, like, head advisor. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you have Baby Mobster, who seems to be more of, like, the day-to-day task. He's, like, Mobster assistant. Can you imagine them putting this, like, on Monster.com? Like, I'm looking for an assistant mobster, you know? Yeah. Who's willing to do coffee runs and also shoot people and help me kidnap a woman. Like, I need you to, you know, sort of um, babysit the women I kidnap. Um, (laughs) But also, I need you to be willing to, like, shoot the dry cleaner who couldn't get the stain out of my suit if needed. All those things. But... Baby Lobster takes Laura to her room where she promptly tries to escape. Yeah. And as she's trying to escape, she witnesses Massimo and some of his um, other mafia friends. Yeah. Doing mafia shit. She turns a corner on, you know, she's running through, I guess, the courtyard of this building where she's being kidnapped or something. She turns mm-hmm. a corner and they're holding a man down and just and, and Massimo shoots the man and so she witnesses this murder, and she's like, oh, fuck. Okay, so you guys are for real, for real mafia. Like, like I thought not. maybe I was wrong, but, like, I... <laughs> nope. And then Massimo turns around, and he's like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. He has to go to her and explain, like, hey, this wasn't a regular murder. This was, like, a special circumstances murder. Like, it's okay. Like, it was a, it was a child trafficker, so, yeah. like, he deserved it. Like, it's fine. Is murder wrong? Yes. But it was a child trafficker. So, like, we'll make an exception just this once. You know what? It's fine. You know? It's fine. This he, this is not one of the red flags. Okay. He was. <laughs> this particular murder wasn't a red flag. Um, Massimo goes to Laura and he's like, we're going shopping. Like, we have to go run some errands before we leave. And she's like, I'm not going fucking anywhere with you. He says, I wasn't asking, baby girl. That was an order. And I have a note here where I said, okay, you guys can't see him because this is a podcast, but I just need to Uh remind you that he's really hot. So I don't know if that helps. It does. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that helps, but I mean, it helped for me. So just keep that in mind. Listen, are there a lot of red flags here that even me, the lover of red flags, is like, 
maybe not. But he's like, that wasn't an, that wasn't, I wasn't asking. That was an order, baby girl. And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> I'll get my shoes. Daddy, sorry. Daddy, sorry. Daddy? Sorry. Um, Laura's has not as taken with Massimo as probably a lot of the viewers are, mostly because she was kidnapped by him. But she has a weird, there's, there's like a really weird reaction that Laura has because she doesn't seem as scared as she should be. Mm-mm. Again, she just seems mildly inconvenienced. And she also teases him a lot. Like she knows that he wants her. She plays with him. She, like She really does. She literally, like, she's like, I'm not going anywhere with you. And he's like, I said, get your fucking shoes. Yeah. Um, and then she smacks him in the face. She, this woman that was just kidnapped and also just witnessed this guy murder someone. Girl, you got to be a little smarter than this, you know? Like, mm. you don't know where his head is at. You don't know how impulsive he is. She 100% trusts that she's the main character of this movie. Good for her. I wish I had that level of confidence. That's like, right. She's smacking, just fucking smacking the mafia. Like, he's what is, what is he going to do? Shoot me? And I don't mean, like, a little, like, slap. I mean, she, like, yeah. full out. She puts her chest into it, like, across the face. And it pisses him off. Like, I think he... Because you could see, like, Massimo, very obviously, you know, being raised by a, a freaking mafia king or whatever, and now inheriting the mafia kingdom he uh you could tell he's got issues like he's not he, he has a temper yeah he has a temper like he's not there 100 percent. um she she does end up going shopping with him uh, sort of against her will but also like during the shopping montage she does not seem to be there like against her will like she seems to be having a good time this is kind of standard practice in a mafia romance it's like mm-hmm. the guy has to take her shopping and buy her like designer shit like it just is part of it he can't have his kidnapped mafia girlfriend walking around looking like he doesn't have money. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. He, so it's that thing where the mob boss is like, hey, I'm going to buy you all these clothes as if it makes up for him kidnapping her. Yeah. I mean, well, like, <laughs> what, it, what kind of clothes is he buying her? Like, I know. Maybe it does. <laughs> and the woman is always, she's always like, I'm being held against my will, but I'm also going to try on all these dresses and shoes because fuck if I, you know, well, what am I going to do? Yeah. Say no. <laughs> and at one point she's trying on like lingerie. And first of all, it's not just like standard run of the mill bra and panties. No, she's trying on like dominatrix looking ass lingerie. And he walks in and she's like, get out. Girl, it just kind of shows where her head is at because, like, she knows she knows she's going to have sex with him. She's just going to make him wait. Do you blame her, though? <laughs> she's, like, kidnapped and should be afraid for her life. And she's like, but wait, like, how cute are these panties, though? Right? He walks in and she's like, get out. And he's just like, no, or what? And she's like, if you don't get out now, this is going to be the last time you see these. And he literally, like, grabs her by the throat and, like, pushes her against the wall. And he's like, I'm paying for it, so I decide when I see them. Well. But then he does leave. That's what I mean. Like, he's, like, two, he's like two people in one. Like, he's so respectful of her boundaries, but he's also very red. Aggressive. Very aggressive and just full of red flags. Well, see, he's physically aggressive and verbally aggressive, but he doesn't actually hurt her. (sighs) He's physically intimidating towards her. Like, 
it's really hard to explain. Like, you have to watch the movie to, like, see it. Because, like, does he grab her by the throat and push her against the wall? Yes. But, like, I don't think he's physically hurting her. <laughs> it's it's all kind of painted under a brush of sexuality as though this is all sexual. But the thing is that he is just angry. Like, he is angry mm-hmm. that she is teasing him. He is angry that he can't have her. He is mm-hmm. holding himself back from ostensibly, like, taking her by force. Yeah. And um, it's just all very, like, just makes me uncomfy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, listen, I'm uncomfy because part of me is like, dude, again. And the other part of me is like, sir, can you calm the fuck down? So um, at one point, she after this, she comes out of there and she throws a lingerie at him and she's like, you fucking wear it. Yeah. And then she like runs out of the store and Massimo's goons go to follow her and he's like, nah, I got it. Yeah. He is not concerned. No, because this is his city. And she runs and she finds these two like officers and she's like, oh, my God, hello, I need help. I've been kidnapped. Please help me. And then they look behind her and they just walk away. And there's Massimo. I think he wanted her to get away so that she could see that there's no help. Like, where yeah. where are you going to go? Because if you go to the cops, they're not going to help you. I own the cops. Right. And then the thing, too, it's like, even if she could get to a phone and call mm-hmm. for help, who's going to help her? This is the mafia. Like, it's such a hopeless situation. Listen, I could imagine being kidnapped by the mafia and, like, getting a hold of a phone and calling my mom. Like, hey, mom, um, the mafia kidnapped me and I need help. And she's going to be like, baby girl, I love you, but you are your own. <laughs> like, what am you got to help yourself. I'm sorry, but what am I going to do? No, like, honestly, if I was kidnapped by the mafia, I can't think of a single person that I think could, like, actually help me. I know. Especially if the police were, like, out of the question. Right. Like, this is just my life now. Massimo tells her, I told you I'm not a monster. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make you do anything. You know, like, I'm going to wait for you to come to me. And she's like, fine. I want my cell phone and my laptop. And I want fucking pierogies for dinner. But also <laughs> same, because I love pierogies. <laughs> yeah. And so he really... He follows through on all that. He gives her back mm-hmm. her laptop and her cell phone, which, again, just kind of shows how unconcerned he is that she's going to get away. I think, like, okay, so at dinner, when he, you know, he does, he has the chef make pierogies mm-hmm. um, for her, and she gets, like, hot, hot for dinner, okay? Like, she looks mm-hmm. 10 out of 10 smoking hot for dinner. She is gorgeous, and, you know, sometimes... uh in these movies, the guy is obsessed with the girl and you can't figure out why. Oh, we know why. Yeah, no, I understand why he's obsessed with her because she is stunning, first of all. Mm-hmm. But two, she is a firecracker. I mean, yeah. just her confidence is off the charts. Her sex appeal, everything, mm-hmm. her intelligence, like she's really intelligent. Her entire personality, like I feel like she she gives him back pretty equal to what he's dishing out except for like the kidnapping part what's funny is that he didn't know this about her he literally Mm -hmm. only knew what she looked like and he spent what he from what he kind of reveals throughout the movie is that he spent a lot of money and time trying to find this woman when all he had was her face so he knew nothing about her so it could have listen 
She's so gorgeous that if I were dying and I saw her face, I would probably think she was an angel as well. Like she is, yeah, she is gorgeous. I'm like super jelly, but yeah, it's okay, it's okay. He has this poolside dinner for her where the chef makes her that meal that she wants, and she asks, "What is it you do?" Do you need to ask? Well, I would love to ask, like, the mafia. Like, okay, like, I get it. You're the mafia. But what does that mean? Like, what do you do? You know? Yeah. Like, what does your day consist of? It's kind of like that thing where you tell someone, like, oh, I'm a writer. And they're like, yeah, but what do you do, like, for a living? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, how do you make money? Like, I know mafia is, like, your hobby. But how do you make money? (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, oh, I have, like, hotels and clubs and shit like that. He says, uh, you know, like, businesses, companies, hotels, a corporate you you get it you get it don't worry about the details don't worry about the details you don't need to know <laughs> as a as a future mafia wife your job is not to ask questions it's to look pretty and spend my money can't you just fucking be happy well she's doing both very well at this dinner i think this is the first time that she actually like starts to kind of be like mm, should i i know because he's like teach me to be gentle yeah, he does say that. That was sweet. He didn't have to kidnap her. Like this woman was mm-hmm. already like she was su- she was super sexually frustrated. She was mm-hmm. really unhappy. If this gorgeous Italian man came up and just started flirting with her, like if he had just winked at her, she would mm-hmm. have thrown herself at him. She, yeah, just panties off, thrown at him, like found a closet. <laughs> she would have been down for it. But it just shows like his emotional immaturity because he's mm-hmm. just he's just been taking everything by force his whole life that he can't fathom. Like, let me just go up to this woman and, and shoot my shot and like flirt. Yeah. Like he doesn't know how to flirt. He only knows how to be like, you are now mine. So, yeah, you have this many days to be OK with that. Um, And so, like, he sleeps in her bed that night. Yeah. And like she wakes up next to him and like nothing happened. Um, and, like, she kind of, like, looks over, and her finger sort of twitches, like she's going to touch him. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, no, no. She wants him. I don't know why she's, she wants him. she's fronting. Don't fight it. Stop fronting, girl. Uh, then she, instead of touching him, she strips and struts to the shower. Full, the shower, first of all, is, like, the size of my whole fucking bedroom. I know. This is huge. It's an entire room, like, an entire glass room facing the actual room. And there's, like, two shower heads. Mm-hmm. So, like, both of you could take your shower at your own temperature at the same time, which also I'm kind of jealous of. But Yeah. And so he goes to the other side of the shower, and she he's talking about how, like, all right, we have to get ready. We have to leave. You know, like, I hope you packed your shit. And she's just, like, staring at him. He's like, why are you staring at me? Did you need? He's like, did you need something? Or are you just looking? And she doesn't say a goddamn word. He says, why are you looking at it? Again, he has a very thick Italian accent. Uh And when he said this, I like snort laughed like very uncomfortably. (laughs) I laugh when I'm nervous. So I would have been like. (laughs) (laughs) And then he would have just shot you in the shower for laughing, (laughs) laughing at his penis. (laughs) Right. Um, So he walks over to her, you know, and he sort of like gets in her space and then, you know, she, like, turns him around and, like, sort of presses him against the wall. And she, like, runs her hands down his chest. Yeah. And he's kind of like, oh, this is it. This is it. Yeah. He goes, she goes to, like, turn around and walk away after she just, like, 
leaving him like all blue balls in the shower and he just like grabs her by the neck and pulls her back to him yeah and like he doesn't kiss her but he like presses his like face and like their lips sort of like touch and he's he's angry though i mean because he can see that she is playing with him and this is what i mean i'm like girl what the fuck are you doing like you're in danger has balls of steel yes but also don't do this <laughs> you know what I mean like don't do this this is so what, she, what she's doing is so dangerous it, it it just kind of makes me feel like she's unstable like something is wrong with her you know what I mean like she's not a normal person she, maybe she's an adrenaline junkie maybe she just likes the thrill yeah maybe she has a death wish it just it's so unwise what she's doing but when he grabs her by the throat and pulls her back to him He says, when your entire life is based on taking things by force, it's hard to react differently. Mm -hmm. Do not provoke me. And she looks at him dead in the face and goes, or what? Jesus Christ. I just, (laughs) I I almost, I was watching this on my phone. I almost threw my phone across the room. I'm like, bitch, like, honestly, if he had killed her at any point, I don't even know if I would have been mad because, like, <laughs> she was not she was not doing anything to stay alive. You know, she was not trying very hard. Like you said, she she during this whole movie, she has the full confidence that she is the main fucking character. Massimo has another trip. They, they travel a lot, I guess, in the mafia. They're constantly jet setting. Yeah, like, good for you. Like, I'm glad you're getting to, you know, travel. It's a dream. <laughs> Personally, it's goals, you know? Yeah. M- maybe without all of the mafia shit. But you know what? Like, I'm not I'm not here to judge. Do you think, do you think like, the, the mafia has, like, Instagram where they're just showing themselves on their, on their, no. they're on their private planes and they're on the beaches and they're, like, showing their guns, like, about to go pop, 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 pop? No? Absolutely not. You know what? They probably have, like, a group chat. <laughs> well they're like eh, finally got that other dude or Massimo's just like taking selfies with like Laura's passed out body like finally found my angel <laughs> found her and everyone's like thumbs up emoji eggplant emoji fire emoji <laughs> wedding bell emoji yeah it's and um, first of all she pitches an ever-loving fit at the airfield. One of his goons, like, picks her up to, like, carry her from the yeah. car. And she's, like, kicking and punching his back. Yeah. While Massimo and Elder Mobster and Baby Mobster just stand there and, like, watch. Yeah, so they fly to Rome. And Massimo is, like, he's talking to his cousin. And mm. Laura is just acting acting up. She's essentially, like giving this ice cream cone a blowjob as she (laughs) makes direct eye contact with Massimo while he's trying to talk business. She's just choosing chaos. And I I love it. I'm here for it. I like this. She literally says, I'm bored. And she's like literally sitting here just like still just like licking this ice cream cone all seductively. I want to say it's cringy, you know, like Mm -hmm. when you imagine a girl is licking an ice cream cone to kind of seduce a guy like it sounds cringy but it's kind of sexy but it works it does and he's like can you fucking stop he's just like jesus christ I, he's like i regret a lot of life choices right now <laughs> so she hands the ice cream cone to cousin and then she walks away 
Yeah, the cousin says she's she got into the fountain. He's like, please tell me you're fucking kidding. The cousin's like, nope, she is in the fountain. <laughs> what is fucking wrong with her, dude? <laughs> so Massimo's like, God fucking damn it. So he has to go get his girl out of the fucking fountain. Yeah, then they're walking through the hotel and she's just squeaking dr- <laughs> through the lobby because she's soaking wet. Oh, my God. And he's God. like, couldn't you have just went back to the hotel? And she's like, the fountain was closer. She comes into his room to, like, tease him some more. And she ends up getting locked in there. Like, he doesn't let her out. Uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, bitch, fuck around and find out. That's what you're doing, He's right? in the fucking mafia. He's already <laughs> kidnapped you. Like, what the fuck? She is looking for that line. She really is an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. And so... She goes in there and she kind of starts teasing him like she sits on the like she kind of like rubs on him and then she sits on the couch and sort of spreads her legs. It's like, you know, it's like she is playing with him right now. Um, And then she gets up to leave. And like you said, she's locked in. (laughs) Whoops. Didn't think it through, did (laughs) you? And, you know, he is kind of taunting her with like you got me all riled up what are you going to do about it right and she's like you have people for everything let them do this too yeah so he he does uh but first he he ties up laura in the bed like he ties her up he has like chains ready yeah like he didn't just like tie her up with like a tie or like a t-shirt like he has like chain and like padded handcuffs connected Mm -hmm. to his bed frame just casual you know i guess like it's fine yeah so he ties her up and she's in her robe because she went into his room wearing only her robe and nothing underneath what the fuck were you thinking so he makes her watch as he has another girl like just a random girl come in and service him service his Mm -hmm. little helicopter I'm sure it's not little, but yeah. <laughs> the whole time she's chained to this bed and she's watching him. He's making like eye contact with her as um, this girl is working on him. Do you know what kills me about this? Uh-huh. Is that he says, I'm going to show you what you're missing. And so I thought he was going to like go to town on this girl, you know? Mm-mm, and instead mm-mm. he just has the girl service him. And it's like a literal 30 seconds. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what was she missing? First of all, like, if that's what I'm missing, like, um, a gag reflex episode and a sore throat, like, I think I'll pass. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And he tells Laura, like, you are at my mercy. Um, and then he lets her go. Yeah, I mean, it was like rapey vibes for a second. I was like, uh, I'm uncomfy. But the thing is, he starts teasing her. Mm-hmm. He tells her, like, what he wants to do to her. And she says, I'm begging you. And then he just stops. I'm like, oh, shit. Who can play that game? Yes. And he's like, bye, bitch. Um, he's like, <laughs> why don't you go back to your room? Get dressed up. We're going out. And so as a way to provoke him further, as she loves to do, she picks the most fucking provocative dress. I mean, I don't even know. I mean, it's she's dressed like a disco ball. So she's wearing this like gold sequence dress that has a chain that goes around her neck and like a really like soft like scoop in the front. But there's like no back and it barely covers her booty cheeks. Okay. Yeah. Plus she does her hair exactly like the girl from earlier with the Ariana Grande ponytail. Baby mobster sees her and he's like, fuck no. He's going to kill you and he's going to kill me. Go fucking change. And she's like, get in the car. We're going to be late. 
And she's like, honey, I know what I'm doing, okay? I've been doing this all week, okay? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Listen, I don't care if you die. And honestly, at this point, I don't care if I die either, so... I really don't think she she cares if anybody dies. No. So, yeah, so she goes in. So they're at a club. Mm-hmm. And I think it's one of Massimo's clubs because he owns a bunch of clubs. Yeah, it's one of his clubs. They're at one of his clubs, and he's there to do business. And, you know, like mafia shit, you know? And she's there, and she's there to be a distraction. And Mm -hmm. when he sees her in that dress, he's very upset, and he's just like, what the hell are you doing in that dress? And I'm confused, because didn't he, like, buy the clothes for her? Like, he was there when she picked out the clothes. Oh, maybe he like he's like, okay, that can be like a, a for us thing. Yeah. Um, not a when you're parading around in front of my business associates thing. But also like a whole bunch of his colleagues are like doing coke. Like <laughs> I know, I know. He's like my and eating olives. <laughs> Massimo's like, this is a professional environment. And you look around and there's like butt cheeks hanging out, people doing coke. It's like, what what? <laughs> right. And so he like he literally gets up, grabs her hand, pulls her out, and he's like, What the fuck are you wearing? And she's like, You told me to dress up. Yeah. Um, and then she like walks away. Yeah. Massimo is like, okay, like, keep your head, keep your head, don't do anything crazy. Right. Until he sees her, like, flirting with another dude and then dancing on a stripper pole. He's like, nope, I'm done. I'm done. Irrational Massimo's back. She starts flirting with this guy. And it's like, this is a smart woman. She knows what she's doing. And she is putting, whoever this guy is, she's putting his life in danger. She knows that there is a murderous fucking psychopath that's obsessed with her and she's Mm -hmm. like you know what i need to up the stakes and i need to start like i I, it's not enough for me to put my life in danger i gotta put random people lives in danger yeah she's like i know he's willing to kidnap me but is he willing to murder for me how much does he love me how much does he love me (laughs) um when massimo finally catches up to laura and this dude he the dude is trying to force himself on Laura. He thinks she's a whore. Yeah. Um, that's what he calls her. He says finally a real whore. Um, and he's trying to like take advantage of her. Right. Massimo, like the mobster he is, he just swoops in, pulls out fucking guns. Baby mobster and elder mobster have their guns out too. Mm-hmm. You know, he tells baby mobster, like, get her the fuck out of here. Um, and then um Massimo shoots that dude. Yeah, I mean, he, you know... Gangs him. And and whose fault is it? It's Laura's fault. She created this problem because she's bored. It, it reminds me of that TikTok sound where it's like, I was bored, so I ruined lunch. <laughs> and I do it again. <laughs> That's Laura, like, in every scene. Like, she's bored, uh-huh. and she causes chaos. Only this time, somebody died. And you know what? The next morning, they're on the yacht, and um, what do you call him? Elder mafia guy? Elder mobster? Yeah, so elder mobster, who is, you know, Massimo's right-hand man, he's telling him, like, do you know who you killed? Like, you killed someone related to this other mafia family. Like, you fucked up. This is big trouble. Mm-hmm. And so, obviously, the the elder mafia dude, he doesn't like Laura because he's just like, yeah. she's just here causing trouble. Yeah, he's like, is this pussy worth it, though? <laughs> is it worth She seems it? kind of fucking crazy. She seems a little, a little loco. Listen, I know she's pretty and I know you've been obsessed with her, but like now that we've met her, she seems a little unhinged and maybe she's not worth it. Yeah. Like, look, I was hoping that maybe she would ground you, not make you extra crazy. 
No, she's just as fucking crazy as you are. I know they're both crazy. <laughs> so when Laura comes up, she's she finds out that Massimo killed the guy because she's like, "What did you do? Did you kill him?" And she doesn't look a. She doesn't look surprised. B. She doesn't look upset. C. She doesn't look scared. Well, she apologizes. She's like, "I'm sorry." And uh, you know, Massimo's like, "You should be fucking sorry." She does that thing where she apologizes, and then when the person acknowledges that they did wrong. She's just kind of like, oh, so you're saying it's my fault? It's exactly your fault. You created the situation. And so then they started an argument, okay? And literally almost every single time they fucking argue, she just starts trying to beat the shit out of him, all right? And this is, this is no different. Look, it is so toxic. Like, their relationship is so toxic. I just, I love that sexual tension. That's great. It is chef's kiss. I feel like they would make, like, a great, like, f- like fuck buddies, you know? They would just mm-hmm. they could just hit each other up when they're in town and just have great sex and then not see each other the rest of the time. But as a relationship, this is not gonna work. He's like walking away and she's like following him up the deck and shit, and they're arguing, and she shoves him and somehow she falls overboard. Um, I don't yeah. know if he shoves her back. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure either because it kind of pans out, it's kind of far, but they're fighting and she falls off the yacht. That's some that's rich people problems. Right. Hello, 911. What's your emergency? My girlfriend fell off the yacht. My girlfriend, who I kidnapped and is forcing to spend time with me and leave her old life behind, she fell off my yacht. <laughs> Which also, like, honestly, if Massimo did push her over the like over on purpose at this point, like, could we really blame him? Yeah, I think she can't swim because she almost dies. She can't swim, and um Massimo jumps in after her. She falls off the yacht. He saves her. He has to resuscitate her. Mm-hmm. Like, she she almost dies. And so it seems to be a catalyst for her because in the next scene, she, when she wakes up from having been saved from drowning, she's like, you know what? Now I'm ready. Mm-hmm. So it's a montage. It's a sex montage. We get a lot of montages in this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Shopping, sex. More shopping. We're, we're used to shopping montages where we haven't seen too many sex montages. Um, yeah, so they, they screw all over this yacht. They do. There's sex. Lots of sex. Inside sex. Outside sex. The front of the yacht sex. The back of the yacht sex. I have a couple questions. Um, yes. Number one, where's the crew? Because there were multiple people on this yacht just a scene ago. Massimo is a mafia boss. He said, I'm going to fuck this girl all over this fucking yacht. Avert your goddamn eyes. So they averted their goddamn eyes. Everyone disappears. Everyone disappears. Everyone. The sex scene is hot, but in a very performative way. Like, it's very, Mm -hmm. like, porn hot. It's not intimate it's not like you don't really feel like they're burning for each other. You, It just seems like two horny people that are just going at it. It's this is literally like you took all that sexual tension and you shoved it into a firework mm-hmm. and then just lit it like there's no like there's no intimacy. It's right. all just sex. You feel like it could have been with anyone. And that's kind of mm-hmm. disappointing because he's supposedly in love with her. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I wanted a little more yeah. passion. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a the difference between sex and passion. They're not the same. Also, like, listen, I don't know how long they stayed in some of these positions for, but somebody got a cramp. I, 10 out of 10, <laughs> somebody got a cramp at one point. Yeah. Somebody had to be like, um, I need some water. 
Also, like, was this all the same day? Can you imagine these the people that work for him? They're all just stuck in their rooms. Like, is it over? Can we fucking go outside? We haven't eaten in like eighteen hours. Like, I haven't gone to the bathroom. Like, the guy who the guy who drives the ship is like, I don't know what direction we're going in. Like, I've just been hiding in my room. They're like, I haven't seen the sun in twenty three hours. <laughs> um, do you think there's like security cameras and they're all just in one room watching it, like on the security cameras? <laughs> You know what? Probably. And they're like, listen, we've all been in on this. We've all put in just as much work as you have. We deserve it. Yeah. And so he's like, we can't do it again. Um, We're going to a ball. And he's like, I have some business to attend to. When he says we're going to a ball, he means like a freaking black tie event ball. Yeah. And if it feels like it came out of nowhere, it's because it fucking did. Fucking, yeah. They get to this ball. All right. And. He's like, do you mind if I ask you to dance? And she's like, I thought you just gave orders. Ooh. They do this dance that feels very choreographed. Okay, I I, I was going to mention that. Like, I do all... Because like, she's Polish and he's Italian. Right. And I am both Polish and Italian. And <laughs> I... W- do you learn this stuff when you live in Europe? Like, do they teach these things? Does everybody in Europe know how to be seductive and sexy and dance? Courtney, is this your parents' love story? No. This movie? Did your dad kidnap your mom? You should ask, just in case. I'll text her right now. This could have been their life story. Say, did dad kidnap you um, from your birthday trip in Italy and keep you in a room? Listen, if anything, my mom kidnapped my dad. So, like, that's... (laughs) If anything, it was the other way around. My dad was in the Navy, so, like, sort of a yacht. Mm. Um, Parallels. There are parallels. Yeah. You know what? Maybe this is. (laughs) Anyways, so... They're at this ball. They're dancing. This fancy fucking choreographed dance. Mm -hmm. Um, This woman comes up. Yeah. Um, She's very pretty also. She's pretty, but she has hella mean girl energy. She ha- definitely has hella mean girl energy. And she walks up to Massimo and she's like, so this is her? Laura introduces herself because she's just standing there like, hi. Like, she doesn't even say hi. She just says, Laura, like I'm Laura. And the mm-hmm. woman says, I'm Anna, um, Massimo's first and only love or something like that. Massimo's first true love. Yeah. First true love. And so I'm like, oh, shit, that's his ex. Ooh, yeah. Not only is it his ex, she's a very recent ex. Yeah, it's funny. Laura is upset, and a part of me is like, you know what? I get it, girl. Like, I'm kind of upset my husband had the audacity to date other women before I met him. Me too. Me too, same. So I get it. Because she's really pissed that he, like, had another girlfriend before they even met. Mm-hmm. Even though he was, he has the cover of being obsessed with her the whole time. He's like, listen, he's like, I've had your portrait hanging in my home for years. Yeah. You've, I've never lied to Anna. It was always a, hey, whenever I find this angel yeah. that I've been searching for, like, your bitch ass is gone. And and, and the same sort of, like, scene where he's explaining himself after the ball, she, he's like, you know what? He's like, let's go to Poland. Let's see your family. Well, he tells her that he's going to send her to Poland. Yeah. And then he tells her that he loves her. You kind of get the feeling that Massimo is sending her away because there's some dangerous shit happening. Yeah. Because he just started a war with another mob family. Yeah. 
Laura gets to Poland by herself. Um, and she's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go see my bestie. Yeah. Well, she's in Poland for, it seems like she's in Poland for a little bit. And she doesn't hear from Massimo. He's not calling her. Mm-hmm. She can't get a hold of him. She doesn't know what's going on. You know, he's probably busy dealing with all the bullshit trouble you caused. Mafia shit. <laughs> yeah, all the mafia shit. Um, but yeah, she goes to see her best friend and basically tells her everything. She's like, oh my God, he's in the mafia. I'm in love with a gangster. And so naturally they have, they you know, they go have a girl's day. They go to the spa. Yeah, it's a bestie spa montage. Yes. Laura, until this point, has had like shoulder length, yeah. dark brown, almost black hair. Mm-hmm. Um, she cuts it into a shoulder length, I mean, to a chin length, blunt, platinum blonde sling bob, okay? She looks hot as fuck. I don't know, Courtney. I don't like it. I feel like she ruined her hair. Listen, you have to appease the mental breakdown gods in one way or another. I know. She chose to cut and dye her hair, okay? It's a ter- it's a terrible wig though in the movie. It is. <laughs> I, I listen, I love I love the way it looks on her though. Like I like the blonde on her. I think it's a shock. It's different. It definitely looks unnatural, but I don't think it looks bad. So Laura goes with her friend to kind of show off her new haircut. They go to the club. And um, her fucking ex is there. Right. Of course, naturally. And he, after having spent, you know, the better half of the movie with the hot Italian guy, this dumpy little potato looking motherfucker. (laughs) He does look like a fucking potato. I mean, it's just there is nothing he can say to bring her back. And he's trying. And here's the thing. She tries to leave. She's like, you know what? I'm fucking done with this. I'm going home. He like squeezes onto the elevator with her, follows her back to the hotel room, and she's yelling at him in fucking Polish. Like, get the fuck out. He does. She doesn't realize that Massimo's in the apartment. Yeah. Well, it, right before it, we see that Massimo is sitting in the apartment as Laura is arguing with her ex at the doorway, I was like scared because first of all, I'm like, you know, Massimo is so in, unstable. Like he could literally shoot this guy in the head. Right. I, I expected him to. I'm like, oh, he's gonna die. <laughs> And then when the ex sees Massimo and Massimo is like, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about, but I could see that she doesn't want you in here. The ex is like, okay, I'm out of here. Yeah, like, you know what? You have a good life, but we'll catch up later. I got to go by. <laughs> Massimo's shirt comes off for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, And she sees this huge fucking bruise mm-hmm. on his chest. And she's like, what happened? And he's like, nothing. He's like, don't worry about it. That's mafia shit. How many times we got to tell you? Quit asking about blood. Quit asking about marks. Quit asking about bruises. Don't ask where I am. Mafia shit. That's the answer to fucking everything is mafia shit. Right. And she's like pretty concerned at this point, okay? And uh, she's like, I don't need 365 days. And he's like, what? She's like, I don't need 365 days. I love you. I want to be Mrs. Torricelli. Torricelli. Mrs. Torricelli. Um, then she gets to do mob wife shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I don't, what, it's been two months, right? And she says, I love you. Um, that's mm-hmm. really, really cool. I'm really happy for her. Uh, the next morning, he asks her to marry him, which I kind of don't, 
I don't know. Uh, honestly, being a mafia wife is like goals for me. Like, I don't want to be married to a mobster, but I do want to be a mafia wife, you know? You want the lifestyle without the lifestyle. I get it. I get it. Yeah. You know what? It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. So then Laura goes back to Italy with Massimo and mm-hmm. they're in the back of the yacht. Keep in mind, there have been a couple of montages of sexy scenes. I feel like yeah. the second half of the movie was 90% sex scenes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're in the back of the yacht, and he basically told her that no one from Poland can come to her wedding. Yeah, he's like, you don't want your family to know that I'm a mobster. If they come to our wedding, they are 100% going to know that I'm in the mafia. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, your family can't come. When they get back to... Massimo's estate in Sicily she's like hey listen I know my parents can't come but my bestie already knows everything about you so like can she come please and he's like okay fine yeah so they arrange the mafia arranges for uh, Laura's best friend to fly into Sicily so they could go wedding dress shopping and I guess the wedding is about to happen I guess well, yeah, I mean, he has to, like, lock it down. He can't just keep fucking around and dating her forever. He has to get married so she can go do mob wife shit. And, like, she can, like, he can go back to spending time, more time with the mafia. Like, his mafia cronies probably miss him. They're probably like, oh. <laughs> where's, my, where's my bro at? Yeah, like, get back in the game. It's like when your boss is on vacation. Yeah, it seems you know? to be, there seems to be an urgency about, marrying her and Massimo doesn't know this but Laura is pregnant yeah Laura is pregnant and um when Bestie gets there Laura just confesses that she's pregnant to Bestie and Bestie's like okay like you've known this dude for two months like marry him if you want to I guess like cool but like maybe a baby isn't the right vibe you know you know well, it's too late. She's pregnant. You know, Bestie, tap about some support. And see, Bestie is the vibes because she's like, we'll raise the baby together. It'll have beautiful but stupid parents. I know. She's so <laughs> sweet. So they're, you know, they get back in the car and they're driving down this very scenic route. It's through it. You know, those those tunnels that are built like through a mountain, like it's like inside like of a, a mountain. Like a train tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. So they're about to go under that. but. Laura is talking to Massimo on the phone and uh-huh. in a separate part of the estate is the elder mafia guy. Yeah, like he's like rolling up in the car like he just got back to the estate. Yeah, and that guy gets a phone call that whoever it is that that Massimo's family is is feuding with, the other the other mafia family is plotting to kill Laura. Uh-huh. And so you have Massimo on the phone with Laura. Elder mobster trying to call Massimo, but his line is busy. Like, who doesn't have call waiting? But, like, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, elder mobster's trying to call Massimo. Right. And Massimo's on the phone with Laura. Massimo is like, how, how long does it take to buy a wedding dress? Like, get back here. And she's like, I'm on my way, you know? Um, and then she's like, can we talk tonight? And he's like, is everything okay? She's like, yeah, everything is fine. Yeah, she's going to tell him. About the baby. About the little about the little mafia fetus. The little mobby baby. The little mobby fetus. He's gonna come out with an AK. The little mafia baby. <laughs> we'll workshop it. We'll workshop. We'll workshop it. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um, and so 
Massimo's on the phone with Laura. Elder Mobster's trying to call Massimo. He finally, Elder Mobster finally like parks at the estate. The car stops. And Elder Mobster, he's not a young, he's not a young dude anymore. I know. This poor guy is wheezing, running to Massimo. He's wheezing and limping, trying to get to Massimo. Um, and then the line goes dead where Massimo's talking to Laura. And he sees Elder Mobster running towards him and he knows. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, okay, look, I'm going to be honest. It's the most anticlimactic death scene I've ever seen because I thought we were going to see Laura's car explode. Uh huh. And we don't see it. No, we don't see it. Um, the way it sort of ends the movie is Massimo tears in his eyes, drops his cell phone, and falls to his knees. In his backyard, just looking devastated. Right. And then it shows the entrance of the tunnel and a police car blocking it off. Right. So there's, it's implied that something happened inside the tunnel. Uh, mm. I'm assuming the car went boom. But mm-hmm. I would have, you can't have a mafia movie and then rob us of the car explosion. And you know what I think? I think it just wasn't in the budget. <laughs> I think well, they're like, people will get it. People will get it. We don't have to show it. Well, listen, they could have had, like, smoke coming out of the tunnel or <laughs> or even instead of, like, showing, like, a cop blocking off the tunnel, they could have shown, like, a cop in the tunnel with just this giant ball of fire. So there is a book, too. I, um, there's not a movie, too. I'm assuming she doesn't die, and I'm assuming that's why we don't see the car exploding. <gasps> What? No, I first of all, a book two never considered me. I'm just like, oh yeah, that bitch is dead as fuck. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a book two. And they have a blonde her on the cover. So if that's the happy ending we can end on is the fact that he thinks she's dead, but she's not. <laughs> so what if she gets it's like inception. She gets kidnapped from Massimo by another mobster. Yes. What's the name of the second book? It's just called 365 Part 2 or whatever, Book 2. I kind of want to read it. (laughs) I honestly uh, just feel like wherever she is, she's in a better place. (laughs) Is she, though? What if she got kidnapped by Potato? Okay, what if Potato made mob ties to get his girl back? Like, listen, wherever Laura is now, she's in a better place. Like, whether she's dead or with another mafia family. Because I think maybe with another mafia family, she won't be so stupid and she won't be trying her luck as much. We, we That's not true. That is 100% not true. <laughs> She's going to keep trying her luck. But yes. So, you know, listen, this is where the movie leaves us. And uh, I, it is what it is. It's mafia shit. I really wanted a car explosion. I feel a little gypped, but... Listen, would I have loved a good explosion? Yes. Did I just in this moment, convince myself that um, I want Mafiaception by her being kidnapped by another mafia. <laughs> I I have decided that is what I want more than an explosion. Well, so. you read the second book and tell me what happens because I... Have, I'm going to do that. <laughs> I'm moving on with my life. You know, I am kind of closing the chapter on this story and I'm moving on. <laughs> you know what? It's cool, girl. It's cool. It's all right. All right, guys. So there you have it. The teapot is empty for today. Don't worry, more is brewing and on the way. We'll be back next week. Tell your friends. Tell, um, you know what? You know who probably really needs a podcast? The mafia assistant guy? Your gynecologist. 
Why? Listen, listen. Small talk is always weird (gasps) when you have a doctor elbow deep in your cooch. So, you know what? Just be like, hey, do you like podcasts? But Courtney, if a gynecologist is listening to a podcast and and they are elbow deep into someone's cooch and then they they giggle, that's you're going (laughs) to lose your license. (laughs) No, listen, I don't want the gynecologist to listen to the podcast while they're like examining cooches, I want them to listen to it in their free time. Oh, for the small talk. Okay, for the small yeah. talk. You're okay. going to tell your gynecologist about the podcast um, to ease the awkward silence and weird small talk conversations. And this is also your yearly reminder to go get a pap smear, girl. Go get a pap smear. Cervical cancer is real. Yes. Like you need HPV to, is real. Ovarian cancer. Um, go get that shit checked out, you know? Like... It's yeah. important. It is important. This really took a weird turn. <laughs> I'm sorry I took us down this road. <laughs> yeah, I really, really, really don't in- appreciate the road you took us down. You like you literally kidnapped us and you forced us down this gynecology bus. All right, guys. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.